0: It's Kitchen Table Spirituality, and evening devotional. I'm Jonathan Malone, and I'm here with Charlie Eastman. He's the pastor of Pilgrim Congregational Church in Southborough, Massachusetts, rival to Northboro, Massachusetts, in volleyball, softball, and shuffleboard.
1: Wow, how'd you know that?
0: I did my research.
1: Wow, okay, and, and I'm here with Jonathan Malone, who, of course, is the pastor of First Baptist Church of East Greenwich, and, of course, rival to West Greenwich, on Trent, which is a sister city of Southboro, and is a rival to Stratford-upon-Avon with their annual Shakespeare Festival.
0: I, um, that was Sorry, amazing. Sorry, I just completely made that all up. I was going to say, that was global in its reach. Yeah,
1: no, that, was, that was complete fabrication.
0: Oh, dang it. Anyway. I was hoping that was true. Charlie, it's good to no. see you. You as well. How, How's life? Life is good. Um, What's going
1: on at East Greenwich? Well,
0: I was on spiritual renewal. We'll talk about that a little bit more in a, oh, in a moment.
1: That sounds good. Um,
0: and I got back, and and that is good. But church life, so we were blessed last week to have Reverend Nancy Forstom preaching. And uh, mm-hmm. this week, it's exciting. We have our Harvest Festival this Sunday. Uh, we're going to oh. have a really cool video that we're going to show as part of the service. Uh, so we'll send the link out to people who are Facebook streaming. You'll have to... Go from one place to another to do that to watch it, but mm-hmm. uh, and then following the worship service, we are having our congregational meeting to talk about the church house renovations, and you can attend that through Zoom or in person in our fellowship hall. So that may I
1: ask a technical question? Go ahead. When you say a church house, is that the house of worship, or is this another building?
0: It's our administrative building.
1: Ah, okay. Yeah,
0: I know it's Got weird because it. yeah. Baptist so is
1: it not to... attached to the sanctuary?
0: No, it's a separate building. Cool. You have to walk across the street to get to it. Oh, neat. Yeah, they used to have a zip line, but I guess it got dangerous.
1: So do you guys actually, uh, do you have a toll booth between the two so you can take farthings from wayfarers or passing through? hey hey pennies, hey pennies. Hey
0: pennies, okay. We're we're, we're full of mercy, even in our taxes. That's very sweet. And I, I also just want to remind people that we are continuing our cereal box drive um, we mm-hmm. want to get over 230 cereal boxes. Um, so you know people, people bring them in. but uh, this, this Sunday is not the last Sunday. October 31st is the last day for that.
1: People, please.
0: Yeah, I know I was like the cereal boxes, people. <laughs> That was great. Yeah, I'm. I'm not going back and redoing that. Where that's no, you
1: shouldn't. It's great. <laughs> it's good. You captured the spirit of the thing. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, great to hear that mission and fellowship are thriving. Yeah, and that you're getting business done around the church house.
0: Getting it done. Um, we're getting. We're we're checking the boxes, crossing off the list. We're we're moving and shaking.
1: Lovely. Well, up in uh, Southborough, due north of you, we are uh, getting ready for our. Our pumpkin carving experience on Sunday from 3 to 5. Uh, That's this Sunday, the 25th. Really looking forward to that. Day after my anniversary to my beautiful and talented wife, Marae. Oh,
0: happy anniversary. uh,
1: Thank you for that. And then I want to remind everybody, Five by Five is coming. We are doing a series of phone calls. Um, each leadership person in the church has got a list of five names. Mm-hmm. They want to have a five-minute conversation with you, and they have five questions to ask you. And the wow. reason for this is we're just feeling like people are are understandably not feeling as connected as they have in the past. <clears throat> And we want to reestablish those lines. they are going to ask a number of questions, but probably the most important one is, how can we pray for you? This is a spiritual hmm, check-in. Yeah. So we really want to know how your life is going, if you're willing to ta- tell us and talk about it, and, and just let us know That's how wonderful. to pray for you. Um, just we want folks to know that we are connected. Additionally, uh-huh. in, in radio communication, 5 by 5 refers to a signal. That is five by five, meaning on a scale of one through five, it's got maximum strength of signal, Mm -hmm. and on a scale of one through five, it has maximum clarity of content. So we want to get a strong signal from you, we want to make sure you feel heard, Mm -hmm. so that's why we're five by fiving soon. And I'm hoping that we can make this kind of a, maybe a semi-annual thing, where just the whole church... Takes time to check in with itself, and see how we're all doing.
0: Well, that's wonderful. Now, I, I think it, it's probably important to stress that once the five-minute conversation is, once the five minutes are up,
1: ding, 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 ding,
0: ding. you just hang up, right?
1: Oh, uh, clearly, yeah. Both, the, if you're still talking and you don't hear anything anymore, you'll know it's over. Yeah, no, well, <laughs> it, it, five minutes is like the kind of minimum, like just uh, right, where right. we want you to get. And, and if you want to talk more, by all means, talk more. Yeah, I mean, Why what not? else do you have to do? Fellowship's great. Oh, I didn't want to go there.
0: But good <laughs> well, That point. sounds wonderful. That, that's lovely. That's absolutely... I'll let you know how it goes. It's yeah. our first
1: time doing it, so we'll see how it goes.
0: Well, phone calls are important.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, and of course, for both of us, All Saints Sunday is coming, so if that's you've right. got names of folks that you want uh, remembered and recognized in our All Saints celebrations, respectively, please... Yeah, be in touch at our church offices.
0: Yeah, and I'm also inviting people to share a word or phrase that is evoked when they think of their loved one, and I'll bring that. I'll bring that into the worship service. Since we all can't be there, I want to bring your witness. Um, that's into beautiful. That. We're
1: doing the same thing at oh, uh, Pilgrim fantastic. Church. That's And when is you? Yep. Are
0: you doing it the first Sunday of November?
1: We are, since it is All Saints' Sunday, isn't it?
0: Well, it is, but we're going to push ours off till the eighth of November.
1: Oh, why it actually lines up? Why I, would you do that?
0: Well, because first of all, I want to stick it to the hierarchy any chance I can.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Um, but second, because you
1: showed them. Yeah,
0: yeah. Take that, <laughs> boy. Are they smarting? Um, well, this Sunday being our harvest festival, it's it's kind of a, a lot with oh, the worship. Yeah. It's a little, and we wanted yeah, to have yeah, a yeah, breather yeah. in between.
1: Right. And you're Protestants. You can do whatever
0: you want. Well, not only are we Protestant, we're Baptist. Come on. Who's yeah. going to stop us?
1: Known to throw caution to the world. Right,
0: weak. is the executive minister and of unless the American it's Baptist— a
1: decision, okay. Unless it's a decision about where to put the announcements in the church Well, service, yeah, that you got to stick with it. But yeah, four I mean, meetings. And-
0: if, if the executive minister of the American Baptist Churches of Rhode Island, who right now is an interim, the Reverend Doug Harris, wants to come and tell us no, he's more than welcome to.
1: Doug Harris, there's your invitation.
0: Yeah, bring it on, Doug. Come on I'm down. ready. Bring it on!
1: I guess you guys have an established relationship oh, that yeah, allows we're us kind of good-natured needling.
0: Yeah, but but Good. he will not tell us what to do.
1: I'd, I'm sure he'd. I'm sure he wouldn't have it any other way. That's right. <laughs>
0: so um, I feel like we're meandering a bit, Charlie. Does this feel? Are like we
1: are we making progress? If, are we are we on a on sort of a I don't journey know. together? I
0: will say my feet are a little sore. I've got some bunions uh, that are hurting. Oh. There it is. <laughs> that was awful. Have
1: we danced around pilgrimage enough? That
0: was awful. That was just awful, wasn't it? Yeah, it was.
1: We're here to talk about pilgrimage today, folks. Yeah, Yours, I... ours, Jonathan's, as our kind of point of reference. Uh, and I'm grateful to hear his thoughts about it. I actually took a class um, on pilgrimage at Andover Newton Theological School. Taught, Who by, taught by Mark I, Burroughs? Uh, no. Oh, okay. It was taught by Ouch. You know, I'd have to actually get out my transcript and look at whose name is on there. I don't remember who taught that.
0: Well, I think probably Professor John Bunyan.
1: It was not John Bunyan. Okay, well... Good guess. Milton, then. How old do you think I am, Old Bean? <laughs> anyway, what do we need to tell the people about pilgrimage in terms of setting the stage?
0: Yeah, so pilgrimage, it's, it's an old part of the Christian tradition. It may go beyond, mm-hmm. older than Christianity, I really wouldn't be surprised, but it does yeah. have this sense of a journey to to somewhere that that has spiritual significance um, but but it's not the yeah boy it is, i'm gonna I'm trying to avoid all the trite cliches
1: oh, it gets misused so much does it we're making a pilgrimage our annual pilgrimage right. to Ikea that's not a pilgrimage
0: right right but even they'd say, like well it's not the destination it's the journey that matters
1: well right
0: yeah okay but it's also the destination sure it is yeah so yeah. you know I, I mean one of the uh, probably one of the, the the more well-known tellings of a pilgrimage as the canterbury tales mm-hmm. um, which has a lot of fun secular elements to it um, it certainly so, does it is earthy yep it it very much so very body, body is a mm-hmm. word I would use to, uh, but people who are going on a pilgrimage to a place of spiritual significance, right. we've we've alluded to quite a bit to John Bunyan's Pilgrim Progress, pilgrim yes. pilgrims I can't speak today, Charlie. <laughs> pilgrims <laughs> what, progress. What is Ten going times on? First.
1: Hey,
0: you know, that's the sound. And of the... we're back. <laughs> so yeah, Pilgrim's Progress is I mean very allegorical. I mean, yeah, I, I mean
1: read it or don't. It's not it's not an instruction manual or anything, no. but it's a it's a lovely it is. story um, as this, those things go. The
0: divine comedy is a pilgrimage as well. Indeed. Most yep. people Indeed just get is. stuck with the first part, the inferno, and they're like, well that's good that's enough, right. but you've got to finish it.
1: Yeah. It wasn't meant to be pieced out like
0: that. Not at all. No. Um
1: no. But, but the let's let's honor the fact that the journey is generally to a sacred place. Yeah. And the entire journey, including the arrival at the sacred place, is kind of, is what we think of as the act of yeah. pilgrimage, right? Yes. So, so the whole thing, and it's not just the journey. Mm-hmm. It is the arrival and the place needs to have a significance for it to be a, a kitchen table spirituality approved
0: pilgrimage. Yeah, and we do have approved pilgrim pilgrimages. Mm-hmm. Um, that we will uh, post that list to later, and you can, uh, of course, book your next one with us for the next year.
1: Lovely.
0: Sounds good to me. Yeah, just a deposit of a thousand dollars is all we ask.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Non-refundable. So,
1: have you been on any of the kind of famous pilgrimages? No. Oh. Okay.
0: <laughs> but so I mean I mean like the Camino in Spain, um, right? What else is there? I know there's to like Fatima in in, um, in the southwest, I think, in Mexico. Well, there's
1: the there's the St. Paul's journey from from Perg uh, oh. to
0: Antioch. Yeah, I haven't done that. No, I haven't done any of those.
1: There's the St. Patrick's footsteps in Ireland. Um, you could do the Moffat Mission in Northern Cape, Africa. Um, the route of the Saints, Krakow, Poland. There's there's a number of these that are right. kind of established. Historic pilgrimage to Canterbury Cathedral, right? And and generally these are pilgrimages. Of course, there's we're talking about. I'm I'm focusing on Christian pilgrimage, right? India, you know, there's so many nations and well, well, the streams Hodge of faith. Itself is a the Muslim Hajj. There's so many pilgrimages.
0: Well, the thing, Charlie. So if I if can I personalize it a little bit? Can I can I make it real I've, for a second? I was hoping you would. Can I? All right, I'm going to turn around my baseball cap. I'm going to sit on the mm-hmm. backward part of the seat. We're going to wrap here. We're going to get a little real. Oh boy.
1: Oh boy! <laughs> I'm already uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> you
1: must be doing something right.
0: <laughs> this is how I do youth ministry. This is how I connect oh, yeah, with right. the with the youths of today. With the youths,
1: oh, so they, they love that.
0: They do. They absolutely do. I was so. I was just as I said. I was on. I had some time of spiritual renewal, which mm-hmm. the church so wonderfully gives me um, every year, and it's Wonderful. not a vacation, uh, but it, I found that. It works best for me if I do it by myself. Okay. Um, the solitude adds to the experience for me. This isn't for mm-hmm. everyone. Uh, and I go into the wilderness because that's partially, that's, I, I love being in the wilderness, but I love going with people, taking groups, but when it comes time for the pilgrimage, uh, that aspect, that spiritual renewal, um, the less people with me, the better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and for me, it really, it impacts the way I do my journey. Okay. Uh, um, because the, the the, the tempo changes, the pattern changes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm no longer worried about other people doing okay. It's now like, how am I? And, mm-hmm. and it's just me and God. Yeah. And that for me is a really profound aspect of that, that pilgrimage notion. I think community walking in pilgrimage is important, but there's an aestheticism to it that, that I think we should not miss. Uh, this sense of separating ourselves from yeah. the norms of of our of our daily life,
1: and generally, you and I, when we are going on such experiences with other people, we are generally identified as the I'm using air quotes mm-hmm. subject matter experts. Right. So we are the ones that others are looking to with guidance and yeah. questions and care during the journey, and so that that's not really. Right. as much of a pilgrimage for you right? to bring a group of eight people up a mountain. Eight. Not that not that you can't have fun bringing eight people oh, up I a mountain.
0: Oh, I love it. It's a blessing to do it, but you're right. It's not a pilgrimage. Now, for some, you want a guide. Some people may want someone else to help walk them through. Um, and, and I think this is the thing about the pilgrimage. There's a very personal, as- personable aspect to it that, that we really need to honor. Uh, There's it, a lot of similarities to prayer. It's just we're kind of like taking a prayer and stretching yep. it out. Um, you, know, and, and, you know, a pilgrimage can't, well, it could just be a day. I mean, you take what you can get. But right, there, that, that idea of, like, I'm going to engage, immerse myself into a kind of rhythm with God that I don't normally have.
1: So tell me about your recent time. Was, it, was there a particular sacred destination in, in well, it?
0: Well, I still go to the mountaintops. Great. Um, so I'm still, this time I was in New Hampshire in the White Mountains. Um, you know, but what I, part of what I do is I make a point that when I get to the top of the mountain, I really, ma- I make sure I take some time to pray. Um, and the prayer is a lot of, it's it's a, it's a, an active mindfulness. Okay. Um, and what I've been doing, at least this time, it changes from time to time. I'll, I'll inhale for six seconds. I'll hold it for six seconds and then I'll exhale for six seconds. And I'll mm. do that three or four times, and the whole time I'm doing that, I'm just listening, mm. um, feeling, just being aware of all my surroundings, mm. and, and especially on those days when it's pouring rain and the wind's whipping,
1: mm.
0: it's really powerful um, and yeah. a little scary, uh, you know. But but that is just to kind of still myself. Mm-hmm. It's while I'm walking there, though, I I start to I let my mind focus on where are you, God, and where am I, and what are my questions, and where are my struggles. Uh, and and to get into that, it, it, that it's almost a flow state of prayer,
1: because
0: mm-hmm. uh, then when I get to the the pilgrimage place, instead of saying "Where are you now, God," I'm at. Uh, I, it's a stillness. So there's the activity working up to the top of the mountain, of of listening, and, and sometimes I'm, uh, oftentimes I'm talking out loud, um, mm-hmm. partially because you know, like this last trip, I had to for for various reasons, I started hiking at four in the morning. Um, at four in the morning, it's still dark, and the crepuscular animals—animals that are up at dawn and dusk—are usually moose and bear. And I really don't want to run into a moose yes. or a bear, so I'm making noise so yep. they can hear me coming. But then yeah. I start—the noise I start making is like, "Well, God, what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or I'm not sure about this part of my call or where I am right now." So in you are—you
1: are actually like a holy madman. <clears throat> Yeah, it, walking through the woods, yeah, gibbering right. to himself <laughs> in dialogue with God. What happens when you run into people on your pilgrimage?
0: Uh, hopefully I hear it before. I...
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. I,
0: I love it. I mean, there are moments when, I mean, there was not in this one, but there's been other times I was, I was hiking along and I fell in some mud, like some really thick, thick, deep mud. And I just started mm. yelling like, man down, man down. <laughs> and all the was, bears are like, at dinner. Yeah, and someone else showed up. He's like, "Bad fall, huh?" I said, "You have no idea." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what are you gonna wow. do, right? But yeah. yeah, I mean, if if they come upon you, they come upon you, and and you roll with it, and part of the joy is like you're never gonna see him again. You don't know them, they don't know you, who cares? Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. You know, and and that enters into the pilgrimage. But I I like that idea for me, and again, I think it varies from person to person, but to have moments of activity, but an activity that's very different from my normal life. You know, I I, I can't get on social media, I don't listen to music, I don't listen to podcasts, Mm -hmm. I don't have anything to read, it's just me and God. And, but you then when, don't
1: bring anything to read.
0: Well, this time I actually I did sometime, and and uh, it was our our reading of Merton's book that inspired me to do that to start reading. Oh, good. Because um, I had some time at the side of a lake to read, and I did. I sat oh, by yeah. the side of a ra- lake and I
1: read, and and that was. And was this an overnight pilgrimage? Any of these, or are these all day? These were four. Hikes? I
0: was four nights long. I was I was okay. I, I hoped to be out longer, but it was the day of rain followed by a day of snow that did me in.
1: Oh yeah. Oh I saw the pictures of Franconia this past week. It was yeah.
0: buried. Yeah, I was hiking in it, climbing a mountain uh, saying, I hope I? I don't die. Um <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's something most people get to say.
0: Well you know but that's as a rule. So there were two moments in this past one where mm-hmm. I did actually say out loud, God, I'm really scared. Um mm-hmm. and it was both weather related because I knew that I was facing elements that were quite harsh and yeah. it was dangerous. And You know, I I think there's some validity to not—I'm not saying people should put themselves in a place where they're fearing for their life, but in a place where you're in a new element and you have to cry out to God for help.
1: I think what you're talking about is vulnerability, and there's a lot of different ways to find vulnerability. For some of us, Mm -hmm. it's as simple as having a conversation with somebody that we know we do not see eye to eye with or opening ourselves up for commentary from people that we don't necessarily agree with, or going places that we're not comfortable in. Of course, we're in the time of COVID, so we're not asking you to practice foolish vulnerability. Right, right. Uh, Maybe don't go hiking up the side of mountains in in snowstorms, but... Bring some um, snowshoes if you do. You find your level, right? Yeah, you do. You find your right level for what you do. I mean, Jonathan, you're a regular hiker. You're an avid outdoorsman. You you live that life. The, I, I laughed a little when you said this isn't like my normal life. I don't have access to social media. And I was like, how is this not like your normal life? We've rescheduled <laughs> our recording multiple times for you to go off and hike this summer. That's true. So yeah. to me, it feels very much like you're in your element, but you've amped it up. You've, yeah. you've removed the buddy system. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've you've placed yourself at the mercy of the ele- elements. Not really. I know you have gear and yeah. you know how to comport yourself, but it's... um. You know, pilgrimage, historically, when people would walk the El Camino, Mm. you know, you weren't supposed to go with a backpack full of every supply you would ever need. You were supposed to go in a state of... Like a penitent, like mm-hmm. someone that had that had to leave their worldly ties and connections behind and place yourself kind of at the mercy of the road, the fellow travelers, right. the people around you. You know, you're praying to God for protection from robbers and other things. Um, pilgrims throughout the years have been victimized by uh, by people that would take advantage of learning their pilgrimage routes. I think that's probably mm-hmm. less the case now than, than
0: it used to be. I'm sure there's still scam artists out there and such
1: but vulnerability i yeah, think is yeah. a key part of a good a good kitchen table spirituality approved pilgrimage
0: so i wonder if there are ways people could take even a, a day or half day pilgrimage mm. in this time without having to go up mountains or travel to europe or or do yeah, something Yeah i know one I really
1: one really good one that you can do in your town if you mm. live in a town and if you don't regularly walk if you're a car person and mm-hmm. there's a lot of car people out there these days A neat pilgrimage you can take, if you can schedule it with your local church, is a pilgrimage to your church, Hmm. a walking pilgrimage to go and sit and have prayer time in your church. Now, different churches, I know, have different restrictions and and things on who can be in the building at this time. Maybe it's outside the church on a bench Mm -hmm. that's nearby, but just the simple act of saying, I am setting aside this half hour, mm-hmm. I'm taking nothing with me, I'm going to walk from my home to my church, and I'm going to sit outside, and I'm going to have some time with God, and then I'm going to walk back home. Right. That's, that's a pilgrimage. Yeah. Done and, in the right, the spirit, the spirit of the
0: family. I think so, and, and I think for some, that might be a good start. Uh, it, Great. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, it may, others may hear and they're like, "Well, where's the vulnerability in that?" But you may be going through a neighborhood you're not used to. You may there may be dogs you don't know about. There, you, you know, the you idea may be of,
1: physically huffing and puffing yeah. because you don't walk. Yeah, <laughs> and that's true for a number of people.
0: I, I think bringing the, the physicality is an important part of pilgrimage. Not unnecessary. Mm. It's you not know. essential, but it, it is an important part if you can bring that in and bring that that physicality of bringing your whole body into the worship experience. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and, and the walking, uh, you know, I want to emphasize again that, that when you're walking, when you're moving, to not just be thinking, oh, this is nice, how pleasant, but to be trying as best you can, actively engaging with God. Uh, um,
1: yeah, and if, God's up for that.
0: Yeah, yeah God's God is asking open for and that. up for that. Yeah, I know. I oh, keep yeah. God keeps saying like, hey, um, we're going to talk again soon? And I'm like, right. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a great witness, Jonathan. Thank you for that. I think most people, when you ask them how often they pray, either lie, how often they pray, either lie and give you a, like a, every single day, twice a day, right or or they haven't prayed in years
0: right. outside
1: of being in a worship service. And you are depriving yourself of one of yeah, the spiritual gifts that we have drunk deeply of. and that's why we know it's benefits because yeah. we know when we share things with God, that those those burdens, those challenges, even those joys are mm-hmm. so much more bearable.
0: It, um, it, and if I could add Charlie, I, I have I would I feel like I have a fairly active prayer life. I more or less regularly pray every morning for mm-hmm. a significant amount of time. But when I did this, you know, when I'm hiking or even just walking, the prayer is different. Yeah. It's just it changes different. So That's yeah, true. so even if you feel like I'm good there's a it's a different way to talk to god and, and yeah. that's what a pilgrimage is it's it's really you're you're going to a place, but the place um this is where again the trite metaphors i mean the place is not what's so important it's really you're going to a place where you're you're with God in a different way right on. than you are yeah. normally that's uh, right yeah and that's that's really really meaningful and and valuable
1: it's kind of like i i liken it to um you know, we talk about the love relationship with God. And I guess, you know, if you, you know, you're, you're around your partner, if you're partnered, you're around your partner a certain amount of time during the day and whatever, and you spend time together and whatever. Mm-hmm. But couples often talk about using the date night yeah. as, a, as a way to focus on their love relationship. And if you are co- just constantly putting off or not executing on the date night, uh, right. giving time for the two of you to just be together. Yep. Not that sparks have to fly, just whatever it's going to be, let it be. But if you don't invest in that love relationship with time apart for the two of you, you can't strengthen your love. Yeah. So now let's think about God. If God loves you, if you love God, but you're not willing to invest any time in your, forgive the pun, date nights, mm. yeah. your whatevers your times of pilgrimage together, how do you expect to strengthen that relationship? How do you expect to feel like God hears you when you call? How do you, how do you expect to have any of the benefits uh, that are waiting for you? So, so I want
0: to, I want to challenge people to try to do something once a month,
1: a monthly pilgrimage, a
0: monthly, even I think a half an hour is a great goal.
1: Fair enough. Yeah.
0: Or, you know, half, well, half an hour walk and then take 10 minutes of, of meditation then a half an hour back. So you're looking at an hour mm-hmm. and 10 minutes, give or take. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's, that's a good goal on a Saturday afternoon. And, um, but to start in that, get it as a part of your routine, a mm-hmm. monthly pilgrimage. And, and I want to push on that challenge to not make it weather dependent. Uh-huh. Because there okay. is something really powerful um, about walking in, in the rain or in the snow, or in the cold, and, and saying, I am now facing the elements, that's, I, for me, that really helps with my sense of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. It, and I, I imagine it may help others, because when you're feeling like, I'm not enjoying this, that can help you really connect with those wounds of your life, and to say, so where's God in this?
1: That's beautiful. I love it. I I try to schedule my pilgrimages uh, at the Rod and Gun Club. So I like when people are shooting at me that increases my <laughs> sense of vulnerability. So, you know, bobbing and weaving and I'm praying constantly.
0: Right. No, and sorry. and that's I, I mean couldn't that's keep it going. Uh, well that ex- that explains why you appreciated so much the antler headset that I bought <laughs> you for Christmas last <laughs> oh, year. Oh, it was
1: beautiful. Yeah. It was beautiful. It I got to get you something this year. The <laughs> gifts have just piled up over the years. <laughs> never reciprocated. John, um, no, I'm, seriously. I'm, my my right. pilgrimages have also occurred to historic sites that mm. have a sacred component for yeah. me. So I've experienced pilgrimage at places like um, the Mystic Seaport or the oh, Whaling yeah. Museum in New Bedford or Plymouth Plantation. You know, mm-hmm. there, there's, a, there, there's a, a sense of Going to the places that represent your roots, Mm -hmm. uh, even if you can't physically get to the country now, because we're not allowed to go to nice places right now, other nice places. Right. Um, But but taking that time to connect with God in the midst of history is also ridiculously powerful. So consider pilgrimages to... Um, sacred sites that are repositories of kind of our history and collective knowledge, and that can be a, a wonderful pilgrimage, oh, too. Oh, that's
0: great. Yeah.
1: You, uh, could, it... you could drive to within half an hour of a particular museum,
0: mm.
1: walk there, sit down in the museum and pray and have a, an actual religious experience. Um, oh, I've done good. that at the Peabody Museum in uh, Salem. You, yeah. can, you can pick another place that, that works for you. But consider that. Sometimes yeah. art galleries, places where amazing works of art, you can have a, a sacred experience right. there.
0: Places of, of historic trauma as well. That's right. Are good places, are, are yeah. I mean, good, very significant places to go for pilgrimages. I, so, yeah, Charlie, these are, these are some great, I, someone should be writing this down. I hope that the listeners are writing all this down. Sure. Because, uh, um, yeah. yeah, this is, we're, we're giving Send you...
1: us copies of this.
0: Yeah, please, because we don't...
1: <laughs> no. I think I can compile them.
0: But, but uh, so, uh, yeah, start doing pilgrimages, those who are not yet. And those who are, continue to do them. Take a break from that reg- regular rhythm in your life. Yeah. Um, have that different engagement with God. And, um, bring that vulnerability. Try to get a whole body experience, the physicality mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Um, all those things. Other,
1: other than fasting, I think pilgrimage is one of the most ignored mm. spiritual practices in the in the Protestant catalog. And I think, I think we should reclaim it as well as everyone else should, because human beings have been doing pilgrimage since even before the iPhone. I mean, like, back before— Wow. Yeah. The pilgrimage Blackberries, is older they than— They would
0: do a pilgrimage with a blackberry? or Pilgrimage the...
1: is older than Betty White. I mean, it's, it's older than, wow. than jazz. It's older than <laughs> the United States, even. Now you're just talking crazy, Charlie. Now you're just
0: talking crazy.
1: Pilgrimage is, is part of our ancient, I guess what I'm trying to say, yeah. it's part of our ancient collective soul. Yeah. And when you, when you don't honor that, when you don't give yourself that gift, mm-hmm. you, you are, you're missing out. You're missing out.
0: Yeah. And of course, I, I want to encourage, it's kind of late now, but if anybody does ever want to go on a journey with me into the wilderness next summer, I will be offering those again. Uh, and, All right. Um, for some, you do need a guide, and that's what I'm here for.
1: Well, I'm I'm going to go out on a limb and say there will definitely be a kitchen table spirituality pilgrimage next year.
0: Hey, there we go. One
1: nope. of your summer hikes. I'm coming, and we'll see if we can bring some listeners together and. Uh, oh, that'd be great. Whether whether this podcast is still happening in this right. form by then or not, who who cares? We'll, yeah, we'll put it together.
0: We're going to do it. We're going to make it happen. I'm going to start. I'm going to start designing the T-shirts.
1: Great. See, if we're going to challenge the listeners, I I feel it's kind of we have to challenge ourselves That's, as well.
0: Yeah. Yep. Well, um, I have. Pilgrimage. Just do it. Yeah, just. (laughs) Pilgrimage. Just
1: do it. (laughs) Sorry. I may have borrowed that phrase. Well,
0: you're just in the whole conversation, Charlie, just with that. No, that's. I have uh, a different kind of prayer. Uh, This is from uh, T.S. Eliot. Is this the second time we've had
1: T.S. Eliot on this show? Maybe. He looks great.
0: He does. He does look great. Um, And uh, he's from Missouri, right?
1: Where are we going? (laughs) Where are we going this time? Not Actually,
0: I think he is from Missouri. <laughs> um, Courses from the Rock. Ah. Um, the opening stanza of T.S. Eliot's Courses from the Rock.
1: Beautiful.
0: Um, so I guess today we get a Malone sandwich. We'll all start and then you can pray and then I'll end with T.S. Eliot. Let's do it. All right. God, we know that life is a, a series of journeys where we are drawing closer to you. Help us to hear you calling us to a different rhythm to take a break, to walk differently, give us the courage to make ourselves vulnerable and the strength to be able to push to the final place where we find rest in you.
1: God, help us not to only think of pilgrims as historical beings or pilgrimage as an historical act. Help us to remember that pilgrimage is here for us to reclaim and that when we invite you into it, it just gets better and better.
0: And from the opening stanza of "Courses from the Rock" by T. S. Eliot. O perpetual revolution of configured stars, O perpetual recurrence of determined seasons, O world of spring and autumn, birth and dying, the endless cycle of idea and action, endless invention, endless experiment brings knowledge of motion but not of stillness, knowledge of speech but not of silence. Knowledge of words and ignorance of the word. All our knowledge brings us nearer to our ignorance. All our ignorance brings us nearer to death, but nearness to death, no nearer to God. Where is the life we have lost in living? Where is the wisdom we have lost in knowledge? Where is the knowledge we have lost in information? The cycles of heaven in 20 centuries bring us farther from God and nearer. The dust. Gorgeous. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, man. What Boy, I, that's it's such a prescient words for today.
1: I'll never forget the I, in Mrs. Frink's uh, English class, the love song of Alfred J. prufrock
0: Let that us go then, a, you and I, when evening is spread against the sky like a like patient etherized upon the, the table.
1: table. Oh, it's so great.
0: Yeah. The women, they come and go. <laughs>
1: talking with Michelangelo. <laughs> Great stuff. All right. Yeah. Thank you, T.S. Eliot. Yeah. Thanks, Jonathan.
0: Hey, Charlie. Thank you. Good Everyone talk. be well.
1: Yep. Get on those pilgrimages. Bye.